Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Our goal is to win, for Christ's sakes. And you keep talking about the CBT. You keep talking about prospects and your long-term goal. Like, you just basically told us we ain't good enough. We suck. You let us down. Angry Lou. Angry Lou. A hole the size of, I don't even know what, in that bullpen. Keep playing like dog Great call by manager Lou. Go get me a goddamn first baseman. That's what I want. I don't want an outfielder D8. I need a first baseman. Okay, Lou, I'll ask you something. What? How do you go into the season without a closer? How do you not address... The closer situation. Lou, what's up, bro? Good, how are you doing? Good. Well, it's always great to have you here, Lou. Um, so we're waiting on Lou. Lou Where is, is in, uh, well, he's in, uh, I think he said he's in New Jersey. He's at, uh, I think he's coaching Mason's uh, baseball team. So I think he's on the phone right now. I think they're clicking him in or logging him in, whatever the hell they do. But I will tell you this, I am not waiting for Lou Berloni. Like, I wait for no man. And just for the record, like, uh, you guys weren't here, and this is Gresham Fourier, uh, 1202, wait for Lou Merloni, because Lou Merloni is a really important person. Oh, yeah. So we will wait for Lou Merloni, uh, but I'm really, I think I'm kind of done being attacked by you and Fitzy. I feel like I'm kind of done with that. Well, we carry there's you good, all week, and then you have good, a big fancy dinner like, on I, Friday night that we're not invited there's to. There's not a fancy dinner. Stop mm. saying there's a fancy dinner. We're just having apps and drinks. Apps. That's I like it. apps and drinks. Oh, look at that. Lou Maloney on the mm. Harbor One hotline. Hey, Lou, how you doing? It's Fourier and Andy Hart, your best friends. What do you say, boys? How are we doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing great. I'm just under attack over here uh, from Andy oh. Hart, you know, as usual. You know, these guys, you know, they with their whole thing is when you see one set of footprints, that's when I carry you. That's like Andy Hart's, like, little whole mentality. I've been there. carrying him all week. It's, it's short guys are taking over the world, Lou. You're invited to the party. <laughs> it's Noel. It's me. We are taking over. <laughs> Okay, Marshand, everybody. No, we've been bullied by this big dude whose only strength is his size, and we're not taking it anymore. We're the little blue crabs in the bucket. We're attacking the big one. All righty. Hi, Lou. (laughs) What's up, guys? How was your trip? (laughs) It was nice. It was a nice little uh, two-week vacation down in Florida, so I was able to get back here, and now I'm actually got to go to Jersey for a little baseball tournament. Nice. Yeah, you know what? Are yeah. you you're the type of guy that doesn't like I was I was texting Lou while he was doing the game the other night. Like it was a boring game. It was like the the Sox were getting killed. I sent you a video of my dog. I asked you yeah. to say my name live on TV. You didn't do anything. I did. I said, well, "Say yeah. my name on TV." I can tell you exactly what happened. You texted me that photo and video of your dog, and I'm looking at it, and I started laughing. All of a sudden, Obi started doing some read, and when he's done, I'm supposed to start talking about something, and I'm looking at your text because it just popped up quick, and he looks at me. He's like, 
that's your cue, like on the air. And I'm like, okay, I guess I cannot look down at my phone at all during a game. See, this because is, I already screwed up once. So you live and learn. So, yeah, you're practicing just as much, and you're getting ready for the season just as much as the Red Sox yeah. are, right? Okay. All right, so yeah. here's, here's your opening day rotation, Lou. Okay, I just saw yep. this. Tell me if this is correct or not. Okay, Corey Kluber, Chris Sale, Tanner Houck, Cutter Crawford, Nick Pavetta. Kind of the way you thought it would kind of, you know, end? Well, I think at one point, yeah, once you knew Bayo and Whitlock um, were going to be late to the season, it was kind of obvious that that was the way it was going to go. I mean, there were talks of Winkowski maybe taking for Crawford, but Crawford's a better pitcher right now. But Winkowski both had very good camps. He'll be the long guy. But that is your rotation. Um, the problem I have with that rotation is that in the month of April, especially the first two weeks, you really need some guys like Hauk, like Crawford, like Winkowski in your pen. Because when these starters go four innings, you need guys out there that can go two or three. And because of the injuries, your long guys are now in your rotation. So it's going to be a, a tough couple of weeks, tough two or three weeks, trying to figure out where to get some innings from you know, in this bullpen, this team. Staying on the, uh, the pitching uh, topic here, I did a very popular yeah. segment on the Rich Keefe Show about three weeks ago where we did 20 full minutes of positive Red Sox talk. Holy Jesus. It was impressive. You made it 20 minutes? Absolutely. Wow. And I'll tell you how. So in in that uh, segment, we penciled in uh, 50 starts for Sale and Kluber. Uh, Is that overly optimistic? No. Oh no no no! Oh, I don't think it is. The um, oh no, I, I don't. I don't think it is. You know, and and um, you know, twenty five. Somebody, one of those guys, can they get you thirty? Yeah, you know, I Chris Sale. I've actually loved what I've seen from Chris Sale here in camp. Like all that, you know, we're worried about the health. And the other night he went out and gave up what nine six runs on nine hits. And I did that game, and he was ninety five to ninety seven. He just didn't have his slider. He couldn't throw it, and I'm not worried about that because I've already seen him throw that this spring. I'm worried about 95 to 97. He looks healthy. He looks fine. I have absolutely no reason to believe he can't start 30 games unless a fluke injury and falls off a bike again, but his arm is healthy. So I'm expecting to get uh, a full season from Chris Sale. And, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. Kluber's another one that I don't know how many innings he had. He, he had 160 innings last year. You know, he made 30 starts last year. So. I think that's kind of realistic. We'll see what happens. Or I don't know if it's too optimistic, but it, well, it's okay. You weren't expecting that answer, were you, Andy? No, I thought he was going to poo-poo me, and he lulu'd me with excitement. He lulu'd you, <laughs> which is like our new way of yeah. being optimistic yeah. about everything. Speaking of speaking of optimi- uh, optimism, Lou, so Yoshida has an unbelievable yeah. WBC, right? And, and I, but I feel like the expectations were already high. Now they're even higher. Like it, This seems somewhat problematic. I don't know. You tell me how you see it. Yeah, I don't think it's problematic. I think it's um, like every step has been a little bit of justification. You know, it's like he guy comes down here and, and, you know, everybody's laughing at the Red Sox for giving them $18 million. They're a bunch of idiots. Oh, they overpaid. They're stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Then he comes down and spring training, you watch him, you're like, damn, this guy's got some pop. Um, some people start watching, maybe starting to change an opinion a little bit. He goes to the WBC and absolutely rakes, hits in the middle of the order and protects Otani. And all of a sudden people around baseball are like, huh. You know what? Actually, it might work out. You know, actually, it might it might be a bargain. You know, so um, just you started to see what he can do on a big stage. Uh, so to me, it's 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 almost like it takes a little bit of pressure off him because a lot of new guys come in and they're like like Trevor Story, the month of April. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you're any good. Like if you're following baseball and you're a Red Sox fan, you might be. You probably have watched the WBC. You realize that he was one of the better hitters in the entire tournament. So. I don't know. I think it maybe takes a little bit of pressure off him because we kind of saw what he can do already. 
I'm just excited to kind of get him back into the regular season. Well, yeah, and that's what I was like. Well, you think it takes pressure off of him that he played so well? A little bit, yeah, yeah. See, I would say just the, I would say that there's more pressure because that's what people. Ex- that's the only thing they've seen. That's the only thing they know. Now they expect that type of performance for 162. Yeah, and you know, I, I understand that part of it. I just feel like the new player coming into Boston to a man, nobody knew what to expect. Nobody. They're like, I have no idea. So I'm playing Japan. Uh, You know, those guys coming over here, different guys, some guys are great, some guys suck. Like, I have no clue. And all of a sudden, you kind of watch him, and I feel like he doesn't have to go out and sort of prove that he can play baseball in front of people because he just did for two weeks. Now he can relax and just go play like himself. Does he have to hit home runs? Yes. How many? Yeah. 20. If he gets if you know, he gets twenty, it'll be a successful signing, successful first year. I just the whole package really. I mean, I don't know. Put a number on home runs. Like it just. I, I just when I watch him, he doesn't strike out. You know, he draws walks. He's got a lot more pop than you think. Like he was a little guy that was worried about it hitting at Fenway Park because I'm like, you know, is he strong enough to hit the ball off the wall? Is he strong enough to pull side hit home runs because it is deep out there, and he is so. You know, I'm not predicting MVP, but, I mean, a good player, a really good player with Pop who gets on base. So another little guy who's taken over the world. I like it. Uh, going another little to guy. A bigger guy, Bobby Dahlbeck, uh, shortstop. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's really weird. You almost have to just trick your mind because I've watched him play like five games over there, and you can actually play it pretty well. Um, and, and it's like, but you can't get – Bobby Dahlbeck, like, out of your head. Right. And you're just like, nah, that can't be right. Like, Bobby Dahlbeck can't. If he was just a big, big kid, minor league, that come up and play short, I'd probably be like, yeah, you know, the kid actually can play short. But because I know who it is, I question whether he can or not. So it's more about just being able to get over the name. It's We're talking about a guy going out there and being able to play it maybe once a week, you know, help with, like, a utility-type role. So... That's all it really is, help his versatility to get back to the big leagues, maybe make a roster, and then kind of go from there and maybe settle in the corners. But any versatility helps. But he's pretty good. He's actually a good athlete. Got a great arm. Pretty easy throwing. Okay. So, all right, Lou Merloni, uh, who is uh, joining us on the Harbor One Hotline. Um, I guess camp isn't officially over, right? <clears throat> Let me get that out of my throat real quick. Next Somebody week. get me a cracker. Yeah. So, it's over next week. So, they'll leave when? Yeah. Uh, I think the 28th is their last game, and they'll come up here, and the 30th is the first game against okay. the Orioles. Okay, so now that pretty much all the work is pretty much done, uh, the lineup is set, the rotation seems to be set. Yeah. Biggest concern moving forward for the season since opening day is uh, next Thursday? I'd say a couple of things. First one offensively is Devers. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I've talked to a lot of people, kind of you know, guys I've played with in other organizations, they're like, is he ever going to get anything to hit? Like, why am I going to pitch to him? And, you know, he's not Juan Soto who's going to take walks. He's not going to walk 150 times. He's a free swinger. Is he going to allow them to walk? You know, the, is, so I'd be, I'm just a little concerned that Justin Turner is their best right-handed option behind him. But you're going to come into this team and just say, Devers ain't beating me. And, you know, if I try to walk him, there'll be times when he won't let me. And we'll get him to swing at some bad pitches. So that's a little bit of a concern. The bullpen's a huge concern for me. It always is. They don't have any long guys other than Winkowski in this pen for the first three weeks when you really need them. You'll get those other two, Crawford and Huck, back at some point. But right now, you really need long guys and get innings. When Kluber goes three and a third or four innings opening day, then what? Um, getting the ball to Jansen. Schreiber looks a little inconsistent. Martin's been getting hit. Like, this lockdown strength of the bullpen I never bought even in the offseason. And there's a little bit of a concern here going into the season that your bullpen – 
maybe the same exact bullpen, but just with a closer. And that kind of scares the hell out of me. Lou, last season when we were trying to talk ourselves into, no, 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 they, they could make the playoffs. They could be a wild card team. I always pushed back with, get ahead of the Orioles and I'll take you seriously. And I know the Orioles aren't the Orioles of, of what they used yeah. to be necessarily, but as the schedule would have it, the Orioles are the team you open up with. How important is it to get off to a good start for this uh, Sox club? Yeah, it is, especially with not just the Orioles. Then you get the Pirates and yep. you get Detroit, yep. you know. So, But the Orioles, you're right, they're, they're a good team. There's no more. Like, if they lose two out of three to Baltimore, it's like, oh, your team sucks. It's like, well, you know, they're good. Like, there's five teams in the AL East. And I would say those five teams are probably the top eight or nine teams in the American League. You know, like, mm-hmm. so it's like they're all right there. Um, they, got, they got a good team. They got a good pen still. Rotation's okay, and their lineup is really good. So, but the Sox, they need to get off to a good start. You know, two out of three, just to get here winning series. So two out of three would be huge. Um, just better baseball, you know, clean baseball. Right, so, is it, is it the end of the world they lose two out of three? No, because it's a good team, but they better pick up stuff against Pittsburgh and Detroit right away. So, Lou, um, so as you know, I'm like a high-level intelligence, very successful, uh, you know, gambler. Right? Like, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody picks games like, and, the, and, the, and my philosophy is like, it's never been duplicated. No one can yeah, understand that's, it. That's probably. true. Yeah. All right, so I'm just looking at right now. I'm on my FanDuel app, Lou. Okay, and right yeah. now it says, uh, you know, Boston Red Sox regular season wins 2023 over 78 and a half. Yeah. If, uh, if you were to advise me on this, um, uh, what do you think I should do? I, mean, I, I just think that I think that's too low of a number. Oh. There was seventy eight last year, and things just were, were wrong. Like the whole lineup, everybody disappointed. Your rotation was a mess. Your bullpen sucked, and they won seventy eight. And you played seventy two games against the AL East this year. You played fifty six. I think that number's too low. That, that's that, that's off. Um, Vegas, I could see Vegas if they want to put it 82, something like that, 81, 82 and a half. But yeah. So, so what like you're saying is, what you're saying is that I should probably bet at least what? So I'll pay right now. If I go to my FanDuel app, 200 bucks, 200 bucks gets me 190 bucks. So I basically break here's the problem with the Here's the problem with the futures. You can't use any of that stuff. You got to put the extra stuff into the futures because you don't want to put your count at zero. Because it's a future bet. you got to wait till October yeah. before you even cash that thing. So, you know, so just think about how much you want to put in. Put it in there and just make that bet because you don't want to get your count down to zero, Fogey. <laughs> See? Well, it's going to be to zero eventually. Eventually, you are right. Isn't the goal to lose? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, Lou. You're telling me the goal is not to lose all the money in your account or to actually hey. add to it? You know how I was pissed off about, like, being in Florida for two weeks when gambling opened up in DraftKings and it's still illegal in Florida? Yeah. I am not lying to you that when the freaking wheels hit the ground, and I could. <laughs> I could hold on. I, I, I put in a Kansas State FAU parlay and just walked off the plane. How about that? Nice. Right away out of the gate. Thank you very much. Look it was at beautiful. you. And yeah. how'd you do with that parlay? He won. It's Kansas Simple. State parlay. You hit, you hit everyone? Just money line, two underdogs. Oh, yeah, okay. beautiful. Okay. Just a quick little something. I just need to do something. You know what uh, I mean? Like, okay. See, he's he's you know he's he's only got one D, and what it, he's just a degenerate. He's not a dumb degenerate. Right, he's a smart. Like degenerate. I'm a D. Yeah, you're right. an S. You're an SD. I'm a D. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it works. All right, Lou. Uh, listen, buddy. Hey, we appreciate it. I know you're jammed up this weekend. A lot of baseball for the youngster. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you next All week. Right. Actually, we'll talk to you next week. After the home opener, right? We'll talk to you Ooh, next that's Friday. Right. One right, and right. That's right. After opening day. All right, boys. We'll all talk right. to you then. All right. Thanks, Lou. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.